The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, my beautiful people? This is the Bear of Texas, and this is Into the Net FC. Well, I'm not going to waste any more time. Here I am recording at 1.30 in the freaking morning, coming off fresh off the Gold Cup final between the United States and Mexico. You know what? I didn't want to waste... I didn't want to wait 24 hours to recap this game. Especially off an amazing win for the United States men's national team. Playing without their key starters and winning their second title this summer. It's been a hell of a night. You know, as soon as the game's over, y'all, I don't go to bed. I can't go to bed because I got to write an article on this. Now I got to, here I am, you know, got to prepare all my notes, prepare all the stuff for this show. That's my life right there, folks. You know, dedicated and committed to giving you the best show, providing fresh content. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, I merely do what I, I, I do what I love to do in life. I pay my dues. This is how I'm going to get to the top of my career. So to top things off, yeah, that's right. I got to remind everybody. Christian Pulisic, Weston McKinney, Josh Sargent, Gio Reyna, all the top names, all the big names were not on the squad. Some people should even say that this was not even the B squad of the U.S. men's national team. Some will say this is as far as the C squad. For me, I don't want to take it to those depths. I mean, for me, I say this squad, whether you want to call it a B team, a C team, whatever. It was inexperienced, but guess what? That's what we needed to bring to this tournament. Bring in the inexperienced players, have them play this tournament, give them the experience. That is what it's all about. That's what the United States did in this tournament, cashing in on such a remarkable golden opportunity to give the players the experience. And not only did that happen, but those players, not only do they gain very useful experience, okay, they now have a title under their belt, okay? So let's say this tournament worked out quite nicely. Well, there's an understatement for you, folks. Because the United States, 
despite the inexperience, despite the fact that the average age of this squad was just about 25 years old, and seven players, seven players under the age of 23, okay, that is huge, and they managed to win it all. And let me even take it one step further, based on my notes here. The average amount of caps for this team was 13 caps, okay? Like I said, I'm. this is no exaggeration. The fact that the team was so inexperienced is no exaggeration, okay? And out of the squad, a majority of the squad played their soccer at the MLS. There were four players that play in Europe, but those four players, they don't play for the European heavyweights. They play for the small German clubs that I guarantee that 80% of the soccer supporters out there have never even heard of. Okay? And I said not long ago that the big names not being part of this tournament is not a bad thing. Okay? Like I had mentioned, it was about giving the experience. Okay? The United States is on a mission right now. The men's national team is on a huge mission. It's to be... The best team that they can possibly have by the time 2026 arrives. Because in 2026, the United States will be one of the three hosts of the FIFA World Cup. Along with Mexico and Canada. Okay? So I said, the Gold Cup is the second big test to building that team that the United States can have by the time 2026 rolls around. And it's part of the pre-building process because the United States knows they cannot allow what happened to them in the after failing to qualify for the 2018 FIFA World Cup. That was humiliating, okay? It even hurt me. Because like I said on, in, in that episode when I said it's not a bad thing with the big names not being there. Yeah, France qualified. France went on to win. But guess what? The other country that I love, the United States of America, when, when the national team representing that country doesn't make it, that breaks me too, folks. It breaks me. Because I got to deal with the bullshit from the haters I got to deal with all the criticism. You know, that's part of my job is I got to say it like it is. They did, the fact that they had lost that game, as painful as it is, they didn't deserve to be in it. That's just the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Believe me, that's, that's me. So anyway, let's get down to this deeper. Hmm. Hmm. So like I said, you know, before, you know, after the United States won the first ever CONCACAF Nations League title beating Mexico in the final, okay? That was the first test. Because I said, now the future looks bright. And then I said, now there's the second test. The CONCACAF Gold Cup. And I said, this test would be harder because I had predicted that the big names would not be in this tournament, okay? And when the squad came out, it confirmed. Okay? But everybody was panicking. I said, guys, like I said, do not worry about it. This is what we need. We got to give the younger players experience. We got to bring in the inexperienced players, okay? We got to have a fully loaded strength and disciplined team by the time 2026 rolls around. Now, I'm going to get to 2022 in a second, okay? But like I said, there's all these tests that the United States have to pass, okay, in order to, be, in order to convince the world that by the time 2026 is here, they can be a favorite to host to hoist the World Cup title. I have already been laughed at in my face because I actually believe that by the time 2026 rolls around, the United States men's national team has strong potential to actually be one of the favorites to win the World Cup. Yeah, no joke, folks. I have been laughed at. I've been told I'm full of shit. I'm told I'm an absolute idiot. I've even been told I'm a stupid idiot. I mean, quoting my favorite wrestler, Chris Jericho, okay, 
because honestly, and, and let me and let me take take this one step further, okay? I've been criticized from for, for saying that, and you know what? Those critics wouldn't even let me explain why I believe the United States could be a favorite by the time 2026 rolls around, okay? And for the people that were that were actually smart enough and not arrogant enough to actually to actually not listen to me, they actually say, "Well, you know what? You have a good point, Alex." Like you see. Sometimes I gotta, even I gotta deal with bullshit, okay? We all have to deal with bullshit in life, okay? But, you know, at the end of the day, when when those people want to insult me or criticize me without me explaining or not knowing what I was going to say, you know what? At the end of the day, I just move on because, you know what? It's bad enough I gotta deal with bullshit. I don't have to let the idiots get in my head. But anyway. So that being said, so like I said, test number one. The, the United States not, the, passed that with flying colors. Like I said, the inexperience, you know, just the average... Uh, how young the team is, okay? <laughs> Winning it all and beating Mexico in the final. I mean, that's fly. That's that's passive with flying colors, okay? Now, now let's give credit to. Me- let's actually let's mention this. I mean, even Mexico didn't have all their uh, their stars. I mean, Herving Lozano actually was on the squad, but he got hurt in Mexico's opening game and went on to miss the entire tournament. Chicharito was actually done on the squad, and as a matter of fact. Before I got started, Chicharito's name was trending on Twitter because apparently a lot of the Mexican supporters are pretty fucking pissed off that he was not on the squad. I mean, obviously they're pissed off. They'd be pissed off anyway because, you know, the Mex- Mexico losing the United States, well, that does not sit well with the Mexican supporters, okay? I mean, and, and let me take this uh, one step further. For the first time in history, the United States has beaten Mexico in title games back to back. First time they've beaten Mexico in, in title games back to back. Like I said, back back in June, the United States defeats Mexico in the CONCACAF Nations League final, and now the Gold Cup final. I mean, like I said to my good friend and my mentor Steve Adams, that's two titles that the United States has won at the expense of Mexico. <laughs> and I watched that game, folks. Okay, every minute of it. And this game was not easy. You have to give credit to Mexico for one thing, because Mexico gave the United States another test within the test. So the test was to do well in the Gold Cup, and that was that. And then the test gets harder when they go to the final to win the final, okay? And Mexico gave them another test. You want to win the title? You're going to have to just be better than us. Mexico dominated the game, okay? The goalkeeper for the, for the U.S. in this tournament, Matt Turner, started all games, conceded, allowed just one goal, Area of the game, he kept a clean sheet. He kept a clean sheet in all the knockout games. Had a total of five saves in the final against Mexico. So not only is he the goalkeeper of the tournament, he was the man of the match for the final. Okay. Well-deserved, too. But also, I'm not going to have to ignore the uh, the guy who, who's actually responsible for the game-winning goal. <laughs> because how can I? How can I? Just... An absolutely amazing. I mean, there was no there was no better way to score a game-winning goal. I mean, this is probably one of the best game-winning goals I've ever seen in the United States men's national team history. And uh, and you know the ears, you know the hair is still standing up on the back of my neck. The adrenaline, the goosebumps, it's still on me. Miles Robinson, just unbelievable. And it was in the 117th minute, in the closing minutes of extra time. The fact that the United States, you know, the fact that the score, it was scoreless after 90 minutes, 
Mexico dominating, threatening to score and score and score, and the United States defense being absolutely resilient. Okay? Absolutely resilient. 39 clearances, 21 interceptions, 5 saves from the goalkeeper. Okay? Despite the fact that Mexico had majority of ball control, had more passes, more completed passes, more shots on goal, everything. Mexico dominated. They had their chance after chance after chance, but they could not cash them in. Mexico could not score. They could not put the ball into the back of the net. The United States eventually found a way to take such advantage. Advantage of such a remarkable golden opportunity. So perhaps I should say in this entire tournament, the United States were ultimate opportunists, okay? Because when the opportunity came, they would take it. They had, they had their, they had, excuse me, they, they did have their times where they missed the opportunities of their own. But guess what? The United States found a way eventually, okay? And they would win the game. Basically, this entire knockout game, the United States would have to find it in the crucial moments. That's what happened against Jamaica, that's what happened against Qatar. And now that's what happened in the final. The resiliency, the discipline, the motivation, the focus, that's what the United States needs in part of the building process of of building a super team. So it was more than experience, okay? That was all part of the ex- getting the experience. It was all part of the bu- building process. It's all part of the lessons that were learned. So that being said, winning the Skull Cup 2... These two titles this summer, and and based on the performance of this very inexperienced young squad, the future for the U.S. men's national team just got brighter. Okay, because like, like now you got the super players, you got these players. This team is ready to start the World Cup qualifiers, which begins next month, September second, against El Salvador. So that's two big tests now passed. The next big challenge, or test, whatever we want to call it, is World Cup qualifiers. So the next big thing is to qualify for the World Cup next year in Qatar. Speaking of the World Cup, everybody's asking me, don't you mean, Alex, that the United States team wants to be ready for next year's World Cup? (coughs) Excuse me. Totally, 100%, okay? But the ultimate thing is to start years in advance to be ready for the 2026 World Cup because, again, the United States will be one of the hosts, okay? So if the United States passes the next test, qualifies for the World Cup, okay, that next test after that will be a solid performance in Qatar. That'll be test number four. Test number five, I would assume, is probably the other Nations League, uh, CONCACAF Nations League tournament and the other Gold Cup. And then the ultimate test will be the 2026 World Cup. It's about basically just, you know, building. It's like, you know, going going to school, you know, getting, you know, starting out in school, starting with your basics, and then you select, you officially select what you want to study, what you want your degree to be in. Technically, you make the choice when you start, but anyway, you start with the basic courses, and then as, as you progress, you start taking the courses related to your degree, okay? The difficulties increase. You start out with the, you start out with the certain classes, you get to the more advanced classes. In other words, for the U.S. team, it's about climbing the ladder, okay? Starting out as a team that is broken, that lacks motivation, lacks dedication, lacks commitment, everything. 
lacks the passion. That's really important. Lacks the passion. After failing to qualify the World Cup, there was nothing. Everything was negative. There was none of that. There was no passion. There was no dedication. There was no commitment. There was no motivation. No discipline. No nothing. No nothing. Now things have changed. The United States is definitely a whole lot better than the team we saw a few years ago. Because like I said, this summer, two titles, okay? And some people say the CONCACAF Nations League title, the Gold Cup, are absolutely worthless. Number one, if you think that, well, you are wrong. When it comes to a competitive tournament, okay, it is important. If it involves competition for a title that's under your belt, that, that goes to your collection, that, that goes on your resume, on your history, it's important. You must always treat any game as important. Even exhibition games should be t taken very seriously. Because for the United States national team, as part of the tests, the building, and everything, it's about winning games. And that's what the United States has been doing. They have been winning games. This year, they've only lost one game. That was an exhibition against Switzerland. They are 8 known competitive games this year. Okay? It's only going to get more challenging because now, like I said, that's two tests down. The third big test, the third big challenge, World Cup qualifiers, that begins next month. Okay? The United States knows they need the good results. No more messing around. No losses, no draws. Okay? Pick up the three points. Okay? Get as many wins as you can. Not only do you want to qualify for the World Cup, but you want to do it in spectacular fashion. Just like this Gold Cup. You want to pass the test with flying colors. Okay? Flying colors. It's about pride. Okay? It's about proving the world that you are not the horrible team that, that you were a few years ago. It's about proving the world we are changed, we are better now, and we're going to prove it to you in the next test. Okay? It's about keeping the momentum alive. It's about keeping the winning streak alive. It's about keeping the motivation, the discipline, the concentration all very high. And I can say right now, the United States, I'm proud of them. I'm very impressed. And boys, all I can say is keep up the good work. I believe in you, boys. You can do it. I will be watching the World Cup qualifiers. I will be talking about them. I'll, I'll be writing about them. I will be supporting my national team. That is what I do, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard for me because you got to keep the journalism mindset and the fan mi mi mindset in. But at the end of the day, the, the, the sports writer perspective, that's what the mode I'm in. You'll see me on Twitter. You'll see what I say on Twitter. Okay? It's merely the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. That is what I am. So, ladies and gentlemen, before I close that out, let's let's take a look at about a couple of cool things we saw from this tournament. <laughs> like I said, you know, BR football. Hmm. Two finals versus Mexico this summer, two trophies. Yeah. That's amazing. Check this out. The United States defeated Mexico while only starting one player from the Nations League final victory. One player. It is huge. And this one, this one confirms... With tonight's win, the U.S. men's national team has defeated Mexico in back-to-back -back tournament finals for the first time ever. It's just incredible. Absolutely incredible. And, the, you know, for, the, for this goalkeeper, Matt Turner, it's just unbelievable. I mean, the fact that Mexico would come so close, he would just make the save... Scratch and claw. Like sometimes he would, he, the way he saved, made those saves. I'm just like, holy shit, holy shit. I've never. This is amazing. 
Mexico was, I mean, after these early saves, Mexico already getting frustrated. I'm like, well, you know what? If we keep frustrating Mexico, the game's going to turn to be our way. And eventually it did. So, so far, it's been a good night. And now, folks, later today, the U.S. women's national team takes on Canada in a rematch of the epic semifinal clash between the two back in the 2012 Olympics in London. So the U.S. men's national team did their thing. And now I'm looking forward to see the U.S. women's national team get it done against Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, Into the Net FC is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very much for joining me this evening. You all have a good night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.